0: Greetings fellow Earthlings, this is Dave Smith coming to you with another episode of And Another Thing with Dave, me being the Dave. Anyway, so I want to talk about support our troops, Afghanistan, heroin, and the opium epidemic in the United States. And this might trickle into a conversation about Vietnam and why that war, drug out, drug out, was drugged out for so effing long. Um, <clears throat> so let's start here. I'm looking at a video on YouTube. U.S. troops protecting opium slash heroin in Afghanistan. So... They show U.S. troops all locked and loaded, armed to the gills, walking through what looks like cornfields, I mean, just thousands of acres of poppies. So they're clearly patrolling the fields, protecting them. They're walking right through the middle of them. They're not chopping them down. There's no tanks coming behind them, mowing over the poppies. No. No. They're walking on clearly delineated paths between these huge fields that look like fields of corn, right? So, Afghanistan now produces 90% of the world's heroin. This is a recent phenomenon, well, recent in the last 20 years anyway, so... Before our troops were in Afghanistan, they weren't even really on the radar as far as heroin production. They were maybe one of the top five or six, seven countries. Top ten. But it was the area called the Golden Triangle. And it was named the Golden Triangle because it was making so much fucking money producing opium. For the world's heroin supply. And not only heroin. But what's the leading ingredient in any pharmaceutical painkiller? Opium. It's either a cocaine base. If there's an A-I-N-E on the end of your drug, that's a cocaine-based drug. Lidocaine, da 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 da-da-da-da-da. Or you've got opiates. Opiates being the most powerful family of painkillers. Um... So, the pharmaceutical companies have to be complicit in this, right? So, why why would U.S. troops be overseas in Afghanistan? Poor country's been bombed to the frickin' Stone Age over the last 30 years. Why would we be over there protecting opium fields? Oh, because it's a billion-dollar crop, multi-billion-dollar crop. And it's one of the main ingredients in pharmaceutical painkillers. We just happen to be experiencing a uh, an opioid epidemic nationwide in the United States. Funny coincidence, huh? Maybe not a coincidence, huh? So you look at this, you know, and so Afghanistan, before our military got there, they weren't even on the radar as far as like the biggest producers. Now, 90% of the world's heroin, 90%. So they took the golden triangle out at the knees, like mafia style, like, bam, you're fucking small fry now, game over, done, we're producing 90% and selling it so cheap you can't even compete. Why? Because we've got the U.S. government backing us and helping us plant it was actually when George Bush was in office, they allowed Afghanistan to grow a bumper crop of opium. And, and the official explanation was because, well, we need to allow those farmers to get back on their knees. So we didn't bring them like a farming program and teach them how to grow corn or tomatoes or whatever. We just turned a blind eye, apparently. I think we helped them plant opium and taught them how to do it right and the most efficiently, but the official explanation was that we just turned a blind eye and, you know, let them, let them recover a little bit from the bombing they just received. Wow. Wow. And then there's another riddle, like, riddle me this. So, how does opium get from the Golden Triangle, or Afghanistan, to Harlem, to Compton, to, all over. It's all over the suburbs, right? I mean, it's not even just in the inner city ghettos anymore, but that's where it started. And and uh, as a political tool. Because how does it get all the way across the world to the inner city of America? It's not some ghetto drug dealer that's an entrepreneur and got these international connections. No, the CIA is dropping the shit. You know, Nixon's head aide even said on his deathbed, he was so guilt-ridden, obviously, that on his deathbed he admitted that the war on drugs was created to arrest blacks for heroin and leftist-leaning hippies for marijuana. So they brought marijuana into this... ...into the, you know, San Francisco and into the suburbs. They brought heroin into the inner cities. How else does the shit get all the way across the world into a little ghetto? It's not some entrepreneurial Thai guy who's got connections. Like, are you kidding me? There's no way. No, 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 no. It's much deeper and darker than that. Our government, the CIA, the deep state, the government that we don't get to elect... They don't change every election, you know, and these motherfuckers are the ones that conceived of the new world order. These are the, you know, and these motherfuckers make their money selling drugs. Then they don't have to ask Congress for money. Then they can just hire Blackwater to be their mercenaries, right? Whatever. So that's the world we're living in. So now let's go back to why the hell did the Vietnam War stagnate and go on so long? So we've been in Afghanistan 20 years, like, huh, shit ton of opium. Why would we ever leave? Oh, and now they just found lithium, the main ingredient for electric battery motors in Afghanistan. So we'll never leave there. Dick Cheney said honestly, when he was on a talk show, we'll be in Afghanistan for 50 years. And he knew. He knew. He's like, we are making money hand over fist. There's no way in hell we're going to leave there. Those people, we'll leave them poor and dying on the doorstep. But fuck, we're siphoning resources out of there. So Vietnam, back to the Golden Triangle. Laos, Cambodia, and Thailand, the leading producer of opium and heroin in the world. You know, now that we know all these movies have been made, we know the the military and the CIA were illegally operating out of Cambodia. Why? Duh. (laughs) You know? And if you doubt any of this, if you think this is all hearsay, look up Mina, Arkansas. Mina, Arkansas. So, during the governorship of Bill Clinton, Mena, Arkansas, became the the cocaine smuggling capital of the world. And this was part of the Iran-Contra scandal. So the only way we found out about the Iran-Contra scandal is because a CIA plane got shot down in Nicaragua. So then reporters started backtracking, right? Like, what the fuck is a CIA plane doing in Nicaragua? Oh, it was full of guns. What the hell was it doing full of guns and, like, old Russian guns? So then they broke down the whole thing. And this guy, Gary Webb, out of San Jose, California, working for the San Jose Mercury News, broke the story. And he later committed suicide by shooting himself in the back of the head twice with a nail gun. So go figure. Think once would hurt really bad. How do you do the second one? Anyway, Gary Webb broke the story. And what happened is they were smuggling plane loads of cocaine into MENA, Arkansas. This is when George Bush Sr. was vice president, Reagan was president, and good old Bill Clinton was governor of Arkansas. So they were smuggling. 3.1 3.1 tons of cocaine per plane load. They had customized CIA planes. They had two planes with the identical numbers on them. That's how they busted them. They shot this one down in Nicaragua, and then they found one with the same numbers on it in Mina, Arkansas. And they're like, what the fuck? And that's how the whole thing broke. But... Um, But it worked really well for a long time. 3.1 tons per plane load. During this same time period, there was a, uh, a warehouse in South Central Los Angeles that was raided by the LAPD, and it was being guarded by military MPs. They busted them with 20 tons of cocaine. So the CIA is flying in so much cocaine that it's just stacking up In mountains, literally, and they have to have warehouses to put it in. 20 tons. That's, imagine 20 Volkswagens and that all being cocaine. That's what we're talking about. And like ultra pure cocaine that could be cut in half. So now you got double that. 40 Volkswagens. So imagine that. That's ridiculous, right? So that's where crack cocaine comes from. The CIA had so much cocaine, they couldn't give it away. So what did they do? They cooked it down and made it what's called freebase, which is what burned Richard's Richard Pryor's face. He lit his face on fire while he was freebasing cocaine. And what freebase is, is you you purify it and you get rid of all the impurities and you're left with pure cocaine. So the CIA created that and put that out on the streets, creating crack cocaine and the crack cocaine epidemic. So there's a bunch of great videos about this on YouTube. If you just type in Mina, Arkansas. Um, as a matter of fact, bear with me one second, and I will pull up my favorite one right now, and I'll share it with you. Because... Uh, it, 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 I mean, we're talking, we're talking stuff that is just absolutely like out of a frickin' movie. But it's not. This is, you know, our government has done some atrocious things. You know, are are you know, are we all evil? No, nobody's all anything, right? So don't. I'm not bashing. I'm not hating. Don't you know? Don't even go there. But what I am doing is, I'm just talking reality. You know. This is what's up. So, I'm going to come back in just a second after I find this video and I'll share that with you. Okay, I'm back and I found the clips that I wanted to share with you. These are on YouTube. The first one is Gary Webb in his own words. 2002 CIA Cocaine Dark Alliance. It's only eight minutes. Next one is American Made, The Drug Empire of Mena, Arkansas in the 1980s. Part one, 44 minutes. Excellent documentary. And then the third, the sound quality is rough on this third one, but this one has so much information. It goes deep. This one is called The Mena Connection. M E N A is how we're spelling Mina, Arkansas. Mena, Arkansas. M E N A. The Mena Connection 1995 exposing Iran-Contra, Clinton, Mena, Arkansas and CIA drug smuggling. This one will blow your wig off and they have people giving testimony that were taking that took part in the investigation. So this isn't just some you know tinfoil hat wearing person giving their opinion. You know, these are these are really well done documentaries. So So we know the CIA has smuggled drugs before, and yet here we are in Afghanistan. Leading producer of heroin in the world, ninety percent of the world's heroin. Ninety fucking percent. Are you kidding me? Do you know how much money that is? So, out of every city that has an addiction, a heroin addiction issue, the U.S. market, or the Afghanistan heroin, is making nine out of those ten dollars. Nine out of ten dollars. In every market. Wrap your mind around that. You know? not just the US, worldwide, every market. We're talking tens of billions of dollars annually. Like you think, oh my god. Anyway, I got to wrap it there. I'm just going to I'm just going to rant more, you know, but you know, if you don't believe if you think what I'm saying is preposterous, and if you're, if, you don't, if you're not already just going, of course, yeah, please watch these things I just suggested. Gary Webb, American Made, and the Mina Connection. They will blow your wig back. And I'll try to remember to put a link to them in the, uh, in the uh, comments of this podcast so that you could actually just click on them. Anyway, peace out. Thank you for listening. If you haven't already, please subscribe and please do share with friends and let them know what I'm throwing down if you're picking it up. Peace out.